0: Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani, and I wanted to let you know that each and every week, I'm part of a great program called The Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mindenhall and Pete C. Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So, this is what you have to do. Just follow The Ring Ram MMA Show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. My Eagle Enthusiasts, it's fairway rolling presented by FanDuel. Major season is here and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. friends and welcome to this golf podcast. Oh yes, my friends, we are back. This is fairway. The golf podcast on the ringer podcast network. I am your starter, Joe house, my birdie buddies, my Eagle enthusiasts. My par saving pals, I am joined by our incomparable accomplice, our PGA Tour boots on the ground, Nathan Hubbard. We are in our 36 hour afterglow of the US Open Championship at the Los Angeles Country Club North Course. And we have a few more takeaways to discuss in connection with Mr. Wyndham Clark's stellar performance setting the stage for the last major of this golf season. We have yet another designated event staring us right in the face. We shall break that down and try and produce a little ROI for all of you. It is a two ball. The pegs are in the ground. Uh, Nate Dog and I are ready for action. It is balls in the air. Nate Dog, 36 hours. How you feeling?
1: I feel like everybody's trying to stitch together nice stories. Like Rory's going to get back up off the mat and go after it. Ricky, hey, it's great to have him back. Not a big deal that he lost. Wyndham held on and played steely and, you know, just a wonderful personal story. I'm still mad about the 14th hole. I'm just, I'm still mad about Rory's 14th hole. He bogeyed it. It should have been a birdie. And that's the difference in a golf tournament. And never will he have as Good of a chance in his hands as he had after birding that first hole yesterday. And I'm just stunned that there was ne'er a birdie to be made from that point forward.
0: Never, you said. I mean, he was uh, still the leader uh, as we approached the back nine at the Open Championship of St. Andrews last year. He was the leader going into that final round at St. Andrews last year. I just felt like in that moment, he had guys
1: who were going to... I mean, Cam Smith went out and won that golf tournament with his putter, right? He did it. He I did just it. didn't feel like yesterday anybody was making that run, that big push, right? Wyndham played solid, but he shot one under yesterday. So it, it... it Well, excuse me, he shot even par yesterday. So it, it was not a, a go grab it and absolutely dominate, rip it away, right? Rory's going to be chased by some real dogs at some point and Wyndham Clark as a dog don't get me wrong it's just that this was this was a chance to win the golf tournament if you executed the right shots and and bizarrely the 14th hole was just a, a. I I thought that Rory strategically played it well he hung in there through the front nine you know he missed the par putt on eight or excuse me the birdie putt on eight which which was short but even still like I you know, we we criticize him at Saint Andrews for aiming for the middle of greens and maybe playing too conservatively, and that allowed Cam Smith to come grab it away. Yesterday, with the people who were chasing him, there was a lot of pressure on Ricky, a lot of pressure on Wyndham. You assumed they were going to field on the back nine. I love the idea of him rolling into the back nine in the mix, let other guys fall, make a couple birdies, go win the golf tournament, and it just didn't happen.
0: Just didn't happen. I I loved going into yesterday, going into the final round of the U.S. Open, the hand-to-hand combat that I expected to see out of Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy, and it never materialized because Mm. Scotty was battling his approach game all day yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was atrocious by his standards, and Rory was battling whatever it is that causes Putts that, that seem to be well rolled and you know positioning on the golf course that doesn't translate into scoring. Even with that, Wyndham Clark bogeyed 15 and bogeyed 16 after his birdie on 14. Uh, and it's the case that 16, 17, and 18 are not birdie holes right. on that golf course. But all the same, you know those guys didn't really put themselves in position. To go ahead and, and, and grab it away. And eighteen for sure was birdieable. In fact, Tommy Fleetwood should have shot sixty-two yesterday. Yes. Because he stuffed it. Yeah. Um and he he wobble wiggled his way into a sixty-three, mm-hmm. which is still um stellar stuff out of out of Tommy. Tommy. But we're we're gonna go ahead and continue to give the bouquet to Wyndham. Wyndham Clark, interestingly, you know, we tried to size up the week. We had Justin Ray on. We, um, went through a bunch of the data analysis, uh, with him and, and our own selves and looking for, you know, particular angles to pick Wyndham Clark, um, fit the first time winner paradigm. Um, so now five straight first time winners, um, in terms major of major winners of, of majors. Yes. Yeah. Their first being the U S open. Um, But he uh, ranked well outside the top 10 in strokes gained approach, which was something that um, hadn't happened in in several U.S. Opens in terms of the the achievement by the winner. That's the course's fault. And, well, he also was outside the top 30 in world ranking. The last time that happened was Graham McDowell back in two thousand. 10, um, you just took another um, tongue-in-cheek swipe at the golf course. Let's go ahead and, and, you know, now that we're seeing sort of the takeaways and the breakdowns and the top 10s from um, golf media world, uh, where do you think we're going to come away feeling about this particular venue? It's on the calendar for 16 years from now. In between then and this very moment, we're going to go visit Riviera. Another golf course in, in, in Los Angeles that uh, George Thomas helped, you know, craft, develop, architect, and has hosted many, many uh, prominent PGA Tour events and other prominent events, uh, the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open, both at Riviera at some point in time. Um, what do you think is, is going to be the lasting flavor in folks' mouths? Well, I think it's an unfairly sour taste,
1: but I think uh, those of us in golf media who really fell in love with the story of this course and the way that it looked are largely responsible for that because um, we got a lot of access. We knew the course. What we did not anticipate was just that it wasn't going to hold up great, that the challenges and uniqueness of the course were going to be overpowered by the quality of golf to be totally candid. There was awesome golf played on this course. And the things that were testy did not end up being much of a test save for a few of the best players in the world on Sunday. It just didn't feel like your traditional US Open. And I think the, the crowds had something to do with that, although I thought they were much better on Sunday. But I also think like the story of this course is great. And on the ground, it looks awesome. It is super interesting. And there was nothing about the telecast, as we talked about a little bit extensively yesterday, that that really brought it out to life in a way that you could get behind. Look, we're going to play TPC River Highlands this week. This course is super fun. There is a drivable par four, followed by a difficult par three, then a 17 par four that bends around the water that if you hit the tee shot right, you can get in there and make birdie. And then on 18, everybody remembers Jordan Spieth going in from the bunker they also remember jordan speed hitting that tree like there are noticeable memorable things about TPC river highlands that i'm not sure outside of the sixth hole anybody watching that that tournament really was left with uh about lacc and that's a shame because it's a really great course i think it just may be that it's it's not hard enough you were on the ground with me house what did you take away
0: it it wasn't Literally hard enough because it was competed in mid June in a year in which Los Angeles in uh, Southern California experienced you know record breaking um, r- rain collection, which is a wonderful thing for Southern California and a wonderful thing for Los Angeles in particular. I mean, you, there, there's basically been a decade long drought in that portion of these United States and. You take that uh element which the 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 club managed fine like it wasn't we didn't show up and it didn't it wasn't wet underground but i mean under our feet but the thing that was persistent was the june gloom and that might have been undersold i mean we did end up playing a drinking game about how many times marine layer was going to be mentioned and nbc made everybody playing that game extraordinarily drunk but the um, Marine layer is like a, a real thing. Like it really impacted the manner in which the, the, the course was going to play. So the combination of a softness that, you know, it, it is undeniable. Um, we experienced it when we walked Wednesday and then we watched the guys play in conditions that can only be described as soft on Thursday and what the golf course was being billed as in advance of this tournament was like, watch this thing get firm and fast. Right, Watch right. this thing play, you know, the, the defense of the course and we experienced it walking you and I, and you were pointing out, um, strategically how, um, tee shots that, that, you know, would land in a certain place. were all going to end up in another place. And that, you know, the, the, notwithstanding the width of the fairways that that width was, um, greatly overstated because of the manner in which the ball would move once it hit the ground. Well, we didn't really get that. We didn't really get Yeah. Wyndham Clark sliced the mother F out of the ball on the 18th hole yeah. yesterday, the 72nd hole of, of, of uh, the U S open championship. He sliced it in a manner that was not dissimilar from the manner in which Mito Pereira sliced the ball, uh, in the 2022 PGA championship. And we got two yeah. pretty different results. My boy Wyndham was in the fairway. Now, to his credit, he 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 hit a tee ball with you know sort of understanding the room that he had. It it was not a a, a yip moment. It wasn't a driver yip. I mean, took advantage of of what the golf course gave him. Um, but you know, we got glimpses of Furman Fast, and the thing that we never really saw. That I know is an attribute of that place is the possibility for the green speeds to get crazy. We never really saw crazy green speeds um, the the entire week, or
1: balls running all the way off and back and down. You know, you would have thought that Wyndham's ball on eleven when he got into trouble that that would have even continued all the way down the hill into you know past uh, down to the twelve tee box down there. You, we just didn't see a lot of that chaos. You know, I it, look. It's not a surprise. I mean, Wyndham Clark came in and on Monday told everybody he thought that the score, the scoring record was going to be set there. So there was something about this course setup that really fit the eye and the mind of the eventual champion. Uh, and and we now know that he was literally talking about potentially winning with his family. So there they're they're, there was something that was predetermined here. I would say the seventh hole grabbed Scotty Scheffler. You know, the 14th hole grabbed Rory McIlroy. There, there were some sticky parts of this dj you know made made an 8 on 2 that probably kept him from being competitive in this tournament so some of the best players in the world struggled around this course by the way max homa and justin thomas were at home right jordan Spieth at home so it it had its moments it's just generally speaking this didn't feel this go-round like the type of U.S. open venue. And and the problem is that there's nothing that they can do to change what you just talked about. They don't control the weather, and they can't change the size of the piece of property to put a significant num, you know, significantly higher number of fans on, on course. I, I think they will rethink the way they do crowd control next go-round if this ends up back here in 2039 or whatever. We've got a long way to go before that happens.
0: Yep. Word. And, and look, if the internet existed and the golf media existed in the manner that it exists today, back in 2011, when the golf, when, when the U S open was at congressional and Rory McIlroy went out there and ball struck his way, you know, around to, to what was then a record, uh, setting, um, U S open. Everybody be complaining. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, kind of plausibly so. Um, in, in any event, uh, it wasn't the, the version of the golf course that, that, you know, might've been optimal for what we were looking for, but we talked about this on our recap pod with our homeboy, Brian Curtis, the leaderboard is beyond reproach. Yes. The. The performances, you know, we 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 got the right winner. There's no question that that the guy who played the best, he was resilient in a way that the other guys weren't. We talked about you just mentioned, uh, fourteen got Rory, seven got Scotty. Well, six sure as hell could have got. I mean, not six, eight sure as hell could have got Wyndham Windham. Clark, and nine sure as hell could have got Wyndham Clark. And fifteen, a a bogey on fifteen is giving strokes back to the field. Now the bogey on sixteen was almost a brilliant save, but it wasn't like he went around the golf course completely unblemished. He just played strategically in a way that got him the dub, and that was the point. And he's got that beautiful giant trophy now, right, Night Dog? Yeah. We sat down there where his ball did
1: end up on eleven. You and I stood right there and looked up the hill and that was not an easy shot that you know aisinger rightly or wrongly was calling a trick shot uh it was a great he recovered well and that's what the us opens are about
0: yeah short game beyond reproach reproach i want to make sure we um have another little bit of time to do some additional winners and losers from yesterday because uh I didn't get a chance to talk about xander Schauffele's round yeah. yesterday Ooh. um and, you know, that's a guy that we continue to sort of, you know, around another around-the-hoop guy, another guy that we keep saying, you know, belongs in these names that, uh, of, of guys ready to win a major. He ended up shooting only two over yesterday in a round that was like um, hidden disaster after yeah. hidden disaster. But the true disaster of, of, of the round and the day, for Xander Schauffele was showing up in an outfit that announced to the world that I have no chance of winning this golf tournament. It is not my goal or intention when I arrive in this green, full baked bud marijuana leaf—you know, the the, the 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 full bud uh, leaf leaf shirt—and and, and mashed up with hunter green pants. If you showed up. To a member guest dressed that now look, the pros have their own thing. Like, you know, you could never ever show up at anything dressed like Victor Hovland and 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 avoid, you know, scrutiny and a well-deserved scrutiny. But that Xander combination was an abomination. <laughs> and I really wonder when when Adidas sits down with its teammates and they go through the scripts they say look it's sunday of the u.s open and you're on the leaderboard we want to give you a trophy in front of you know the viewing public shouldn't we let's dress you in a manner that's befitting of that what's the answer Uh,
1: look the yellow shirt the day before was awful too I mean, I'm thinking back to the shirt that Gary Woodland wore when he won at Pebble. It was pretty terrible. It, it, maybe it's just a tradition unlike any other. The U.S. Open, that guys wear just dog shit shirts. But I I, I, I take your point. Uh, and I'm fine to go with that as our theory because I've been trying to search for 48 hours. What happened after the 62? I mean, he just did not grab this tournament. And it is a striking and painful pattern that his second rounds after he runs out to the lead in these majors are weak performances. And he just could not get it going on Saturday or Sunday. He was resilient. He battled back a bit on Saturday to get himself back into a decent place, but he was not really the guy uh, coming into Sunday who we were talking about because we'd seen those little cracks and I I don't get, this is a very interesting week for Xander. He comes in to River Highlands as the defending champion uh, on, on a course where you know, he's had a ton of success. Uh, it's been a little while for Xander. And what we saw this weekend was concerning, you know, that we, we, we've said it all along. The quality of guys now at the top mean somebody is going to be the old maid <laughs> Right, somebody's going to be left uh, without a chair to sit in when the music stops, and 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 those are stupid metaphors to say. There's some really great golfers who may not win majors because every now and then, Wyndham Clark, who's an excellent golfer, listen, may- maybe he stuffs it in our face and he becomes a pantheon guy over the course of the next you know six months and the, the, this breakthrough. He's got the talent to do it, but some of these guys that we think about, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Schauffele, Sahith you know on and on and on and on guys who you think are going to break through meanwhile we've got now Sam Bennett's out there kicking ass he's kicked ass at the majors two of the majors this year he's brand new on tours he's going to get one Victor Hovland right um there there are, is this long list of guys Tony Finau right who we think ought to have one but don't who's going to be left holding the bag and it's it's friday saturday sunday's like the ones that Xander has that you know, somewhere deep in the psyche, there got to plant the seed. I still think Xander. I mean, Xander just has to be around the hoop enough, and you got to believe he's going to win one, right? But it does get you a little
0: anxious. I really feel like um, a Masters is the thing that that um, fits the most for me because I've I've really seen him like right there with three stroke. Now he's going to have he his resume r- will reflect yet another top ten at a U.S. Open, and he's Wonderful got a, play. an incredible streak of, of of that going, but he ended up after his 62. If you look at the strokes gained categories across the board, he only finished in the top 15 in one category, and that was strokes gained putting, where he finished 13th. Um and so you would have thought, you know, the the everything else was like, you know, 16th in Strokes Gained Approach was the was the next best. And strokes gained approach is is that's the thing, except Unless you're um, Wyndham Clark, who's finishing, you know, fourth in in strokes gain off the tee, and yeah, uh, you know, second or third in strokes gain putting. I mean, he he showed up with his two best weapons, and then did had had finished top five in the field and in, in both of those things. That's why Wyndham Clark won the tournament. That plus the scrambling. But you know, for 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 Xander to arrive with the sixty two, and then. You know, sort of slowly back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. I I think of the guys that we keep sort of pointing to as, um, you know, haven't yet won the major, won a major, but eligible. I, he he's the guy to me. Um, the sustained excellence is is there. It's
1: there. He's just on on Friday. He can't be fifty fifth on approach and a hundred fourteenth with the putter after he shot a sixty two. It just can't go that way.
0: I'm gonna beat this old dead caddy bit to death but i really do think that he could i mean it's his boy for life and that's great and he can keep that that fella on for as long as he wants but he needs a different voice in his ear when it's nut crunch time that's my humble submission nobody asked for my opinion but i'm giving it that's my humble submission for xander schauffele My par-saving pals, let's step up to the tee and take a swing together at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets, my birdie buddies. We are at the TPC River Highlands, the Travelers Championship in Cromwell, Connecticut, a lot of good course history here so we can really dig down and find some finishing position wagers that we like we're definitely going to bet scotty scheffler to finish in the top 10 because that's all he does we're going to channel some good vibes we're going to play what the heart wants a heath tagala top 20. the guy could have won the golf tournament here last year and then we're going to go down the card a little underrated russell Henley, been playing some quietly very good golf. His extraordinary strokes gained approach performance at the U.S. Open, let's roll with Russell Henley. If you have been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is crazy easy to use, obviously a wide range of betting options and props, including your finishing position, top 10s, 20s, and 30s, hole-in-one props, which hit multiple times, at the most recent U.S. Open. Head-to-head matchups, which we are definitely playing this week. When you win, you get paid instantly. So aim for some green this spring and bet on the PGA Tour. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rollin, R-O-L-L-I-N and sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Rollin to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Quick disclaimer, you must be 21 years old and present in select states. you have a gambling problem, you call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. First online real money wager, only $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt restricted supply. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. restrictions all apply. see website for details how do you size up his prospects for repeating as champion at the tpc river highlands this travelers championship nate dog well how sad do you feel I, I feel like he expended a
1: lot of mental energy this week and, and i'm interested in guys who maybe didn't do that
0: yeah guess what nate dog he's not on my card no xander on my card even though he's got you know decent track record here including last year's win uh so this is a uh pete Dye course it's the second shortest on tour um just behind uh or head of whatever um pebble beach it is a stacked field because it's an elevated event we have seven of the top nine players in the world jordan Spieth bailed out because he has a wrist injury and um camp smith is not on this tour so he is one of the top nine in the world not here uh and it is you know we've had a a, a variety of winners at, at this vi- venue uh, obviously xander last year dj has won here in recent memory bubba has multiple wins here but then you can go and find your ches reeves among the winners yeah, of, the, of the last Englishes. decade. Sure, sure. So you don't have to be a Bash brother to win this joint. I mean, Brendan Todd is not anybody's idea of a Bash brother. Kevin Streelman. Uh, and, and he led this thing for quite a bit. That's right, Streel's um, obvious uh, uh, advocate of, of of this spot. So one of the things, the lore surrounding this tournament is is how important it is to the sponsor and the community and they go all out and they've done a tremendous job of creating an identity for a tournament that otherwise, because of where it falls in the calendar and where it falls geographically, this time of year might not be, you know, a thing that, that, that top players in the world would want to hustle up to Connecticut, you know, to, to, to take this down as we sort of turn the corner from the U S open and get ready for traveling, um, to Europe and 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 those events that are on the schedule um there have been some corollaries i like this from from our boy pat mayo who connected some dots between guys who play well at riviera and at copperhead in the in the valspar and at phoenix the tpc scottsdale there are some linkages it seems and you know i i'm not sure Exactly what the connective tissue is, but bubba guy who's played well at riv guy who 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 has played well at Phoenix, all the multiple successes he's had at this venue you mentioned Streals. streels has some good performances at some of at the the same venues Sahit tagala, a guy who very early in his career here um we will remember his um end to his tournament last year we are reminded he was in a bunker on 18 he bladed um, his first effort to get out of the bunker and did not win the golf tournament as a result but he's a young fella he needs to take some of these bruising losses also a guy that's played well at riviera he had uh phoenix in his sights a couple years ago last year it was um hit it one in the water Yes. Jordan Spieth, another guy has uh one here at Travelers, one just may not uh, be here. at the Valspar. Yes. He's not here, but I'm saying there are some of these so we're looking for guys who might have some of that in their resume. Some of yeah. some successism am, amongst those things. Um let me hear as we sort of enter this. Uh my my dance card has a mix of guys who did compete in the US Open and then, you know, um Actually, every everybody on my list competed in, in the U.S. Open last week. But but I'm interested in in some of your um, as you're building your 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 own dance card. What what kind of names are showing up?
1: Well, the, Sahith is the interesting one because he hasn't had a top 25 in over two months, but he also hasn't missed a cut in nine months. So it's hard to sort of throw stones, right? He feels to me a little bit in the same vicinity of Tom Kim who seemed to be not struggling because he's playing great golf. But after the win in Vegas, Tom Kim didn't really surface on our radar as this guy's going to win a golf tournament. Sort of he's in the mix on Sunday afternoon, but boy, did he make a nice charge on Sunday at the U S open? And it looked like perhaps he's starting to figure it out. He still is a rookie on this course. So it'll be interesting to see how, how a guy like Tom Kim and Sahith handle it. I'm, Look, th- th- we can talk about Eric Cole. He's made six of eight cuts, including top tens in Mexico and Canada, played well at the U.S. Open last week. You know, we, we, he, he gets heralded as this mini-tour hero, but he seems to be here to stay. Uh, this is the kind of course where, where distance is not going to be as much of a factor. It's going to be more about shot making, and it just feels like a nice fit for him. You know, I, I know you've got Russell Henley on your dance card, so I'm going to let you make the case for Russell.
0: Well, it's just this very quiet um, collection uh, of top uh, 15s by him um, at this venue. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, he has uh, four out of five cuts made. He He's playing quietly, um, very good uh, across the board. He has great strokes gained numbers across the board lately. He just finished tied for 14th at the U.S. Open. Gaining over seven strokes on approach and five of his past six starts have been top 15 or better. He also scores out very well in your strokes gain River Highlands. I I made sure to mention uh, Ron Close and his Twitter handle last week you know the model that he has up showing us strokes gained sure river highlands um has russell henley right there in the in the top 10 um over the past eight years and you know the the two under yesterday to to clinch him a top 15 finish so i am going to build top 16
1: top 16 top 14 in his last three starts and these have been tough courses i mean we're talking about memorial right we're talking about US open this is uh, this is
0: going to be a course that feels a little bit easier to him um so he's going to be in one of one of my little i'm going to do a little three leg parlay here i will take a very quick minute to mention the three leg parlay that we had for last week was Scotty Scheffler top 5 Victor Hovland top 10 John Rahm top, top 20. 20 we got two out of the 3 Sammy the Victor. one that let us down was Victor. Um, he never really could get anything going, and and he was deficient in in areas where he otherwise, you know, it's not often that he has um, negative strokes gain, uh, ball striking uh, attributes. But he he just was not up to like Victor standards. And and to be fair, our buddy um, Justin Ray warned when I offered the parlay. When I said uh, that that he said that of the three, he liked Rom in the top twenty. He liked Scotty to the top five. Uh, it was Victor that he was concerned about. So we're going to stay off um, Victor this week. But Henley, uh, I have him in, in a top twenty position. But I want to talk through the candidates for uh, potentially, you know, my 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 top ten. I am absolutely positively committed, unless you try and talk me out of it. Of playing Scotty Scheffler top ten. Okay. He hasn't finished worse than than T twelve in any PGA tour event that he started since, since October, October of last year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he he doesn't have a an enormous track record at this venue. He finished tied for thirteenth at this venue last year, but this is really just about the place that he he occupies. Um in terms of the quality of his off the tee and ball striking game uh and i'm pretty psyched by the putting i mean i, I know that he missed a couple that felt like real um you know air out of the balloon moments yesterday mm-hmm. but it wasn't the putting that let him down yesterday He he had his worst putting day yesterday yes but it was the 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 strokes gained approach the approach game really let him down.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, he, he he lost a stroke putting. He lost three quarters of a stroke on approach. But it was it was approach that didn't didn't do it. And again, just he, not up to his standards. Yeah, is the thing. yeah. And he gained, if not a ton of strokes, he at least gained them in rounds two and three. And round one, you know, he gained almost a stroke and a half. So he he does seem to be somewhat figuring it out. And Uh, as long as, as long as he hasn't done it in parallel to the ball striking heater that he's been on somewhat chilling, uh, this, this should be a great week for him. We should also say the weather is going to be a factor this week. It's going to be soft. We're going to get rain, certainly Friday, uh, and probably some thunderstorms on Saturday and Sunday The the traditional score winning score here is around 17 under wouldn't surprise me with the quality of the field coming in this week. Because it is an elevated event and the weather, that we're going to get something closer to 20.
0: So I have my guy Scotty Scheffler in at top 10. I have my guy Russell Henley in to top 20. I have a few candidates that I'm sort of mulling over for top 30. Okay, One of let's them talk about it. is Patrick Cantlay.
1: Well, I, I was going to ask you how you're feeling about him at, at the end of the week because you were ready to. <laughs> Unsheath the saber on him after day one. And I just want to remind you, he did, he, I mean, he did finish top 15.
0: Yep. Uh, I was prepared to bring the heat um, because
1: same score as Russell Henley, same score as Colin Morikawa,
0: all of the factors around, you know, why LACC North should have been a comfortable place for him. Um, You know, his proximity to there, his his own um, scoring record that Mac- Max Homa broke there, the familiar, the fami- familiarity of Los Angeles in general. We keep touting. I keep touting. I'll just speak for myself. Joe LaCava on the bag. He is. Yeah. You keep waiting remains, for that to happen. Yeah. He remains a not serious contender in majors. OK. Um, Top 15 is fine. That's he's just not a serious contender. In majors, it is yet another major. Justin Ray um, reminded us that he has not entered a Sunday of any major that he's ever played in in his entire life within five strokes of the lead. Holy. So not a, not a serious contender for majors. That should change at some point because of the okay. quality of his game. But
1: this week you're looking for a top 30?
0: Yes, and the reason that we mu- he might be the one is because he, he occupies this very weird space. He is... Um, by ron close's model third in strokes gained river highlands yeah but he has five uh and these are all in the last five years 2018 through 2022 five top 15s and no top 10s so 13 13 (laughs) 11 15 15 which is weird but all we're trying to do is cash a ticket, Nate, dog. Yeah. Are you, are you convinced? that? Let me give you the other potential Yeah, contenders. I want to hear the others. So I'm on Tommy. I like yeah, Tommy. I mean, I'm going to play Tommy Fleetwood a little bit. 63
1: Sunday, T5 yeah. after losing the playoff in Canada. This is a right. shot maker's course. It's going to be soft. He can go right at it. I mean, I liked a lot of what we saw from Tommy this week.
0: Yeah, you, you and me both. Now, he doesn't have enormous experience, at um, TPC River Highlands, he's only played it twice. He has a top, um, a tied for thirteen in his uh, in in his back pocket here, and you know by the it's not that complicated. River- <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> well, it's not a course okay. you got to
1: play a hundred times, and like it's not like Riviera where you got to know, or you know maybe even Jack's place. I don't know. Just
0: do I want to? I have to choose between Patrick. Tommy and Sahith. Sahith is what the heart wants. Yeah, Sahith is what the heart wants, but it's not what the
1: head says right now. I think you yeah. got to see him. You, you got to see him recover from last week a bit.
0: I honestly feel like this is exactly the kind of tournament that Patrick Cantley goes out and wins.
1: Yeah, my only concern is Tommy's Tommy's mental fatigue. I don't feel like Patrick Cantley expended a hell of a lot of mental energy this week. I, you can not, see. Not- yeah, yeah, really, not at any point. The the last two weeks, Toronto to Los Angeles, back to Hartford for Tommy. Uh,
0: okay, okay, okay. It's, it's got to be Cantley. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I I think that's right. I think that's right. I mean, look, Cantley, the thing I also like about Cantley is he was one of those young guys. This course, this tournament does an excellent job not only of taking care of the players, they treat them first class all the way around, they treat the fans first class all the way around, but they have always been the best at sort of being the the harbinger of the best guys to come by offering sponsor invites to the next generation and they did that to patrick Cantley. and i mean similarly this week indeed this week you've got ludwig aberg you've got sam bennett you've got michael Thorburnson who last year was top 5 and you got ben james who was nca freshman of the year who's a connecticut guy those four guys are all in this field and you know right now ludwig aberg has pretty i mean he, he's he's the heavy favorite amongst those four but man we sure saw a guy in Sam Bennett last week who looks like he's going to be able to punch with the big boys for a long time. Anyway, I digress.
0: No, it's a good digression because yeah. I, I just want everybody to hear it come right out of my mouth. I am betting on Sam Bennett and, and Aberg both for top 30 finishes this week. I mean, okay. you're not going to get incredible odds, but that's those, those plays are going on my card for sure.
1: Yeah, well, you're going to make more money if if Bennett hits a lot more money than if Aberg. It, it looks to me like Aberg's being overbet a little bit because he's such a hot contender coming out, having been sort of the number one collegiate player. But Sam Bennett seems to be holding up in majors, and and Thorbjornson is hitting the absolute shit out of the ball, which you know he, he'll find ways to to make that work on the drivable par uh, 4 four fifteenth uh yep. in in Hartford and he knows this course again top 5 he, this pretty serious good vibes for him this week
0: well i interrupted you you we were going to finish a thought on cantley
1: well i just want to hear are we going to go with cantley in your parlay
0: yeah i'm going to do it because uh again this is exactly the kind of of event that that he tends to win and the thing that that um you know you, you mentioned the invite he got and he was 19 years old and damn near hold out he finished uh on on the the ninth hole for him i think it was in one of the it was the thursday round i think he, he could have shot a 59 he almost hold out for 59 he made the birdie putt uh mm-hmm. for 60 i think mm-hmm. um so all the, those good vibes we're just trying to generate a little roi after the u.s open had kind of a middling experience on the dance card nate dog With the U.S. Open, had some really nice caches. Cam Smith ended up in in top five. Scotty was our biggest wager. We moved the odds on this show. We gave out Scotty at plus 155 to finish top five in the U.S. Open. And when we woke up the next morning, the odds were down to plus 145. Mm. Um, And so hopefully a lot of the birdie buddies out there got in on that action. Harris English was a nice cash for us. We played him uh, to top 20. Good job, Justin Ray. Took it on the chin a little bit um, with Hovland. Uh, kind of over-invested uh, on, on Victor Hovland. He, he didn't show out. Patrick Cantlay um, gave us kind of a, a a wet fart for top 10 uh, kind of performances uh, and otherwise. And then, you know, I, I had some Rory-to-win exposure that didn't come through. And I'm, I'm, I am mad at myself. I mentioned it on yesterday's show. Wyndham Clark is exactly the kind of profile... Of a guy where you get an outlier his, his price was i thought it was a 75 to 1 there were guys with 90 to 1 and 101 tickets and the level of play that he was playing at was not it, w- it was top 30 in the world yeah level of play he was outside of the top 30 by ranking points yeah. but we're looking for arbitrage play, opportunities yeah exactly right and that's i mean we just missed that arbitrage it's a great way to put it missed a beautiful hedge position on Wyndham Clark we're not going to do that again Wyndham Clark a municipal guy shout out all our boys at municipal Harry Arnett and 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 AJ Vopel especially my guys I, I should have worn my uh municipal hoodie um up here but he's the only guy municipal has um great menswear brand free ad for those guys because I love the stuff 100 gonna get you into a municipal hoodie uh any minute now Nate Doug I'm ready Okay, there we go. My birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts. Let's make this week great, house. I mean, I'm going to be
1: boots on the ground on the weekend there. Let's let's get the energy of an elevated event. I mean, let's,
0: let's bring it. You know what? We don't have to ask the good people of Connecticut or really anybody in New England to bring the energy. That's right. right. That's not something that we have. This is going to be a better gonna... crowd than last week. It's going to be a better crowd than the U.S. Open. It is inarguable, and we are very much looking forward to the return of high decibel, high volume, high energy, great tension golf, Nate Dogg. Let's go. That does not my birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts. Great week for golf in your own backyard if you're able to do it. Summer solstice, long days, long summer days, the weather for the most part uh on the east coast and otherwise decent enough to find a window to go stick one in the ground go out at 4 15 and grab yourself a glory hour glory hole round that's the time right it's the end of the day have a nice time with your pals our thanks to producer eduardo ocampo if you're able to get one out there please let's hit them straight You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. If you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. If you are in Arizona, you call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 533-421-888-789-7777 in Connecticut. That's the number. Or you can visit ccpg.org slash chat. Once again, that's in Connecticut. In Indiana, you call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Kansas, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. In Louisiana, it's 1-877-770-STOP. In Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800 327 5050 for 24/7 support in Massachusetts, or in New York, you call 18778 Hope NY, or text hope NY in New York.